This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk about something you do understand. And you know what I mean? The Tennessee Titans. That's who I'm talking about. Your Titans in the Steel City tonight for Thursday Night Football. Steelers laying two and a half points. Steelers are minus 145 on the money line at BetMGM. Titans are plus 120. Total set at 36 and a half. You can still find it if you shop around at 37. So you don't have to buy the hook or anything like that. Chelsea, I will defer to you when we start talking about how we're going to bet or what we're thinking about when it comes to this game. The Titans are your team. You have, I think, more of a handle on Tennessee than I do. So what's going to happen here? Well, I think the problem is it is extremely hard to have a handle on a team that now has a quarterback that can be extremely volatile. Because when we are talking about rookie quarterbacks, I think it's very difficult to say, okay, he's played a full one game in the NFL. We can expect him to replicate (laughs) that awesome performance that he had in his first game against the Falcons, where he was just, you know, spinning it all over the place and dropping dimes to DeAndre Hopkins. So I think I'm trying to temper my expectations Mm -hmm. just a little bit, but I do think he's bringing way more to the table right now than Ryan Tannehill. But If you believe that there are a lot of outcomes on the table for Will Levis, that's why it's extremely tough to bet on this one. I think there is a chance that the Titans win this game outright, or there's a chance that the Titans lose by, you know, maybe double digits. Even though I think the Steelers are a team that have not won a single game this season by more than a touchdown. It just doesn't feel like a team that is built to blow out anybody. Uh, So if this was a normal game on the normal slate, I think it would be a great teaser leg if you get them at eight and a half. And if you do a single game teaser, you could do something with the total. But I think the total is really volatile, too, Mm because I think a lot of people really liked the under in that Falcons and Titans game because we weren't sure what we were going to see from the offense. And then Will Levis goes down the field and throws for four touchdowns. So that's the difference between this total. If you have a Titans team that can score touchdowns, or a Titans team that is forced to kick field goals. Because at 36 and a half, I think yeah. the only thing I would play in this one is probably the over for that reason. And that's the problem because Will Levis could go out there and look absolutely terrible. And I'm not expecting much from the Steelers' offense as well. It looks like it's going to be Kenny Pickett that is forcing his way onto the field. He says, I'm going to play yeah. in this game. Uh, but it's not a Steelers offense that's been great either. And both of these defenses are really solid. It's also a primetime game. We know primetime unders have been the play. Uh, but I think the the total is way too volatile for me. I think mm-hmm. if I were to play anything in this game, it would be the Titans getting the points or the Titans on the money line. Feels like those are the outcomes I would project. I think I'm going to go Steelers money line here. I can't decide if I'm going to play it, but I I feel like that, 
you're not getting the value that you should on the Titans. I, I think this number should be bigger, and which is fine with me, which is why I'm going with the Steelers here. But I, I, I believe that maybe we're putting a little too much impetus on how Will Levis looked last week. And look, he was awesome last week. There's no question about it. But looking good against the Falcons at home in Nashville is a lot different than playing on the road in Pittsburgh against TJ Watt and that Steelers defense in prime time. And I feel like we've seen this story plenty of times, right? Some young quarterback comes in, balls out. Now the opposing team the next week has more tape on him and it's a tougher assignment and he goes out and he struggles. Who knows? Maybe he comes out and he's, he's slinging the ball around and he looks incredible. I just don't think I see it in this spot. And also I think will be a huge help for the Steelers. It looks like they're going to get Cam Hayward back on the on their defensive line, which will be massive after dealing with that core muscle surgery. And by the way, I looked up what a core muscle surgery involves when I was doing this handicap. I'm like, what exactly is that? It involves suturing the muscle attachments to the bones and adjacent ligaments to provide stability to the pubic joint. No thanks. Guys, I'll be back in the field. I just have to get these ligaments and muscles resutured to my pubic joint. No thank you. I will pass. He should be back on the field tonight, but I think the Steelers can get enough pressure on Will Levis to make him make a mistake or two. I'm going to go Steelers money line. I wouldn't fault you on it. And I think if this line was three, I would definitely take the Titans and the points because I do think there's a chance it's going to be lower scoring. And here's the Mm -hmm. thing about like not taking the Titans in a tight spread when they're getting points. Number one, Mike Mm -hmm. Vrabel, one of the best underdog coaches in the NFL when it comes to ATS. And also their defense is so good that it has single-handedly kept them in a lot of these games. Like remember the first week of the season, they didn't score a single touchdown, but yet cover the number against the Saints. So I think that's what you have to remember when you're going against the Tennessee Titans when they are getting points. Uh, But if we are talking about injuries, Megan Fitzpatrick on the secondary going to be out for the Steelers. And that's why I think I would like a play on DeAndre Hopkins in this one. Uh, Yesterday, his number was set at 51 and a half. I think since then it has gone up. I think I'll take a a gander at that, though. DeAndre Hopkins over 52 and a half receiving yards. When it comes to target share, he was the guy for Will Levis down the field. He had four catches and all of them were explosive down the middle. And here's the thing. The Titans don't have much to lose. I feel like they're going to let Will Levis throw it down the field if he Mm -hmm. wants to. And plus, this uh, secondary for the Steelers has allowed some massive games from opposing receivers. Nico Collins from the Texans, 168 receiving yards. Devontae Adams, 172. Amari Cooper, 90. Brandon Ayuk, 129. Uh, Puka Nakua had over 150. And then against the Jags last week, they had three separate receivers go over 70 receiving yards. So I think I do like DeAndre Hopkins over his receiving prop. Uh, also because when rookie quarterbacks find somebody who they have chemistry with in one game, it feels like you revert back to that guy, your security blanket. So I'll go to Andre Hopkins over his receiving prop. You have to have that security blanket, safety valve. I like that play a lot. I have that written down as well and a whole handicap on it. The question is, will I play it? I will say going back to the total for a second, I think I may go with the under here. I'm trying to decide if I'm going with a big card or not. I've had a bad week. Even though I've liked my handicapping this week, but I've gone one and four 
So I don't want to chase, but I might just go with a big card, throw caution to the win. If I have a bad week, I have a bad week. But here's why I like the under. And right now it's sitting at 36 and a hook at Bedham Gym. Again, you can find it at 37. Money has come in on the under. Steelers are pretty terrible on offense. I mean, really terrible. They average 16.1 points per game. It is third worst in all of football. And you look at the Titans, not a whole lot better. They average 18.9 points per game. That is 23rd in the NFL. So I think about game script as well. Do you want Will Levis out there slinging the ball around? Probably not. The way to beat the Steelers, honestly, is on the ground. I think we're going to see a heavy dose of Derrick Henry and then put Will Levis in situations where he has manageable third downs, right? So that will take time off the clock. And also the under 3-1 and one in Pittsburgh's four home games this season. The under 4-0 and oh during the Titans' four games away from home this year. I believe they have three games on the road and then one that was overseas. So everything points to the under for me. It's a really low number, which scares me a little bit. But I think that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, I think it's just Will Levis. That's what you're banking on. Mm -hmm. And we he had plenty of leash in the first game. I think that's what would scare me is that, yes, you would think that the Titans would rely on the run, but they've been doing that all year, and it hasn't really been working. And when you unleash Will Levis and let him throw it down the field, it mm -hmm. actually helps Derrick Henry because when you have to, you know, have those guys out down in coverage, you know, yeah. you keep the defenses off balance when you have an acceptable passing game that can offset the running game. We saw a big game from Derrick Henry last week, coincidentally. Uh, so I think I'm not going to be playing a total in this one. But let's look real quick on the other side when it comes to props. I was trying to decide be behind, be between Deontay Johnson and uh, George Pickens. Because George Pickens yeah. feels like one of those guys that is feast or famine. He's either making these like wild circus catches or he's not making the catch at all. Like if you look at his stat line, he's had games this year mm -hmm. with over 100 yards receiving and games with like 25 yards receiving. Last game, Deontay Johnson had 14 targets. That is a wild number. Clearly he's getting the targets in this one. And I think the weakness of the Titans defense is – in the middle of the field. Their secondary really struggles. Mm. The red zone defense is really good, but they can be had in the middle of the field. So I think if you were looking at a receiver, I think the floor is probably lower for Deontay Johnson. I would take his over at 56 and a half receiving yards. Okay. And I think, I believe Kenny Pickett is starting tonight. That was a question mm -hmm. earlier in the week. And I read a story where Kenny Pickett was being asked some questions at a press conference and just like a basic weekly Steelers press conference. And then it wasn't known yet whether or not he was going to start. And Mitch Trubisky was in the room. And they said when Kenny Pickett said, oh, I'm definitely going to start this week, no matter what. Mitchell Trubisky just got up and walked out like, oh, okay. Well, if he's talked to the coaches and he's starting, then I guess I'm not going to play. Regardless, I, I don't think that would change the, the handicap for me. Would it change it for you if suddenly we saw a different quarterback, Kenny Pickett, instead of Mitch Trubisky or vice versa? I think it affects the handicap for Deontay Johnson because yeah. you can't logically say, okay, Deontay Johnson got 14 targets last week. He's going to be the guy this week, which normally he's the guy, but also quarterbacks have their favorite targets because Mitch Trubisky was playing that game. So maybe he likes throwing De to Deontay Johnson a little bit more, but still there's been games where Kenny Pickett is throwing and he's been the primary target share holder. 
So I think if there's somebody you can depend on, and that's what you're banking on, like you want somebody who at least is going to get close to this and possibly Mm -hmm. go over, it's Deontay Johnson. Like I said, George Pickens, he's either going to go way over his prop or like way under. It just feels like a way more volatile way to play a prop on the Steelers side. I'm actually looking forward to watching this game tonight, and I'm with you. It, it's definitely going to be volatile. It, you never know. When you have a court, it really does, like you said. It comes down to Will Levis. How is he going mm-hmm. to perform? Because that's going to give you the most variance as far as what happens with props, the side, the total, everything. He is the key. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.